Welcome back to Golf DMV. I'm Claude. Of course, we got Vern and LB and a special guest today. But, of course, we're going to talk U.S. Open. We're going to talk some rounds from the past weekend, all the uh, golf stuff that we normally do. LB was in New Jersey covering the LPGA and the shop right and wildlife. And we'll have a wildlife update in New Jersey from Lawrence coming up. But first, I want to invite Michael Crowley to the show. Uh, He is um, a teacher, a professor at Denison uh, University. He also serves as a visiting faculty at the Vermont College of Fine Arts. But we want to talk about a lot of his essays and writing about golf, a touching story about him and his brother. um, And he's got this Golf Digest piece and several essays. We're going to put them up on the website uh, and try to even bring him into our drama uh, as well in in, in uh, discussion. So, uh, number one, Mike, thank you so much for joining us on Golf DMV. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Good to see you again, Claude. So. Good to see you again as well. Um, yeah, we've got Lawrence and also uh, Vern. Before we get into the pieces and 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 the, the Golf Digest piece, let's just talk about Pinehurst number two because this is an ongoing thing with <laughs> with us and Lawrence. Let's get this out the way now. Let's just get it out the way now because uh. we took a trip to Pinehurst. We all had a great time. Lawrence had a great time too. He just didn't like number two, but Lawrence is, but so for, but well, I'll let you speak for yourself, Lawrence. What did you not like about it? And okay. I'll, go, go ahead. I'll give color commentary if I have to. <laughs> okay. So here we go, Mike. It, it really, it comes down to two, two factors. Yeah. Uh, Pinehurst number two was, uh, what was it? $195 on top of what we had already spent <laughs> sure. for that, for that uh, event, for that yeah. You know, to play golf, whatever. Mm-hmm. So $195 premium to play that course. When you go out there and play that course, well, let me phrase it. When I spend $200 to play a golf course, I want to see resort course. I want to see manicured fairways. I want to see the rough nicely mowed. I don't want to see uh, what they call natural terrain <laughs> at, at the uh, Pinehurst number two. Oh, so that's my only, honestly, that is really my only beef with it. If they, if they hadn't charged us an extra $200 to play it, I probably wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I still would think it was bogus, but I wouldn't have bitched about it as much. <laughs> but when you charge me $200, I should see oh, boy. rose petals and stuff, azaleas running down the fairway. Yeah. Two hundred bucks. That's that's my that's want, my you want Kays Valley piece. all the time. That's what you yeah, want. Yeah. Two hundred dollars. I want yeah, for two hundred dollars. I want Kays Valley. I want uh, what's the one out in Williamsburg? We played with not Williamsburg and uh, where we the BMW was at this last. Oh, oh, we, oh, up in Delaware. Yeah, I want a I want a really oh, yeah. nice manicured golf course. For yeah. two hundred dollars extra, that was Wilmington Country Club, right? Where we were, mm-hmm. Wilmington Country Club. Yeah. Uh, so well, so Mike, you know, I, I, your well, I want to number. respond, but I want to know what you two guys, you other two guys, thought about. Oh well, I mean, well, we so well. Lawrence is a man that enjoys the finer things, and if he's going to pay his money, he expects, like he said, resort quality. Yeah. We love number two, love and it. I mean the history. I thought the course was was tough. I mean, and it's for me, I just felt like. It was one of those moments because we did it at Bandon where you feel like I've done something golf worthy, right? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, done like something special. Yeah. Yes. It's like, so I still, I still have my Pinehurst towel on my bag. Um, yes. and, you know, anytime I'm walking around now, I've got my Bandon Dunes, you know, Tumblr thing or whatever. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, I played. Oh, yeah, number two, I played too. I played too. You know, because it's, it's to me, it's something you got to do as a golf fan. And I think maybe I was just, I was so in awe of the place. Um, I loved yeah. all the courses we played, but just so and okay, this is the historic number two. 
I, yeah. I had no complaints at all. And Vern, I guess you, you know, Vern's filthy. Yeah, that was my bag tag there on the on the yeah. on the vessel bag for number two. Um, <laughs> I I agree with you, Claude. I also think you know on the topic of it being manicured. When we had this discussion originally when we came back, I didn't articulate it well, but I've thought about it since. I, I think it might be more difficult to maintain number two than it would be to maintain some courses that are much prettier because to have such a natural area just off of the course, not impede the fairways. Cause if I, I remember the fairways being immaculate there. They were very tight. They were very mm-hmm. firm. There were no divots anywhere. I think that like maintaining those edges is probably, it's probably more difficult than simply yeah. setting in sod and having like perfectly lined and everything else. So shout out to the greenkeepers at number two. And I'm with yeah. you Claude, the history uh, the Donald Ross design play. It's, it's an original has a bit. Well, I mean, they did a couple of redesigns, but um, very true to how it played when it was. Uh, yeah. So no, and I'm, we got I'm a friend over there on the marketing team, by the way, if you want to yes. invite us back down. So look yeah. to, to change. <laughs> I, over I wish uh, <laughs> I wish there was video of this because as you were talking, Vern Lawrence was giving you a death stare. Like, <laughs> <"What's, what's laughs> yeah, by the way, this was one of the this was the only source of my not the only, well, my main source of disappointment when we went to abandon, Mike. And I promise we'll get to the piece. Was that I was expecting frustrated Lawrence over something. Well, I didn't expect it to be over the courses. I was yeah. thinking maybe the weather, yeah, uh, something. And I guess outside of no evening entertainment, uh, that was the only. There was nothing else he complained about. <laughs> and I was like, I wanted more complaints. I wanted Lawrence to play. Bannon's overrated, you know, but he is overrated. So, I think if you have a hard time with number two, you're gonna have have a hard time if you go to Scotland and Ireland. I mean, okay. I'm I sure mean, I would. I absolutely yeah. believe I would. No, doubt. you know what I mean. I, look, I mean, I'm not gonna argue about the economics of it. Like, if if it's excessive to you to pay 200 extra, you know, and they've got that. No, 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 that's no, Mike. Now let's qualify that. Here we go. I, I will pay 200 dollars for extra, and I have. Yes. Courses, but yeah. they were nice courses. They were what, beautiful. Te- courses. Teeth of the dog, they were aesthetically pleasing to my eye. Yeah, sure. yeah, sure. But, yeah. So okay, my continue. Thing, my thing. I always say about Pinehurst number two, and and some people, some people I respect that I think probably know a little bit more about architecture than me. I would say I'm probably a B plus guy when it comes to architecture. Is this Hemingway used to say about uh, all of American literature came came from Huckleberry Finn. Like all of American literature starts there, right? I think all of American golf course architecture starts at number two. And the reason I say that is the first time I played it, because I lived in Richmond, Virginia with my brother and played a lot of those courses in that area. You know, you guys probably traveled down there some places Mm -hmm. in those two. And I got on number two, and it was like I understood in a way that I never had before what all the courses I had played were trying to do. Because it seems like everybody had gone there and stolen something from there and tried to do it. And so if you take uh, scruffiness aside, I think the other thing that's hard about number two is that, well, there's a couple of things that are hard about number two. Aside from the greens, it's not a place that really rewards great shots. <laughs> so, like, you hit a great shot and, like, BFD, man, you're over the back of the green, and now you got, like, a wedge or a putter in your hand, and good luck, right? Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing, like, you know, there's a there's an architect named Ian Andrews who talks about, like, he went and played with his father, who's, like, a 15, I think, and Ian, I think, is a single digit, and they shot the same score. Wow. <laughs> you know? That's it. And, and, and I mean, I think, I think, to me, if we take, you know, aesthetics out of it, like, to me, that's the sign of a good course. Yeah. Like Kays Valley, if at Kays Valley, I got no shot. Yeah. 
I got no time. shot. Yeah. It looks yeah. good, but I got you no shot. Me. But I got a pretty good short game, and I can pull some stuff out of my ass on them. <laughs> make a couple pars, maybe even make a birdie. You know, I'll make a bunch of doubles too. So it's always it's also just how you approach and what you're looking for. Now I do understand because the other thing I think that's hard about number two when you're at Pinehurst and you're at the resort is it's the only course that really looks that way. Right. Yes. And, and and I think that does throw you for a loop because even though they've tried to make number four look like kind of a more of a brother to number two, um, it's it's much more maintained out to the edges of its fairways. And then you get to those native areas. Right. Um, number eight, they've just done a renovation and they're trying to do some of that at number eight, too. If you go, if you to go play like Southern Pines or Mid Pines or Pine Needles, which are also great courses, same kind of deal. They're pretty much they're they're irrigating out to the edge of the fairway. They don't do that at number two, but that's because they want the ball to run and they want that they want it to play like it did in nineteen fifty two. Like that's mm-hmm. that's the goal. So, but I understand that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bust on Lars for that. I mean, it's okay. He pays but his you, money. But hey, you don't agree though. You don't wrong. agree. There's nothing wrong with that. But you don't agree though, right, Mike? I mean, you don't. Agree. Oh hell no, no. <laughs> and then. And then, so the thing, I'll tell you this about Bandon, though, which I don't think Bandon is overrated, so I'll say Lawrence is wrong there, too. But <laughs> I would say oh, that, <laughs> yeah, but you know what's fair about number, what's fair about Bandon is everything's the same price, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't charge you more for one course over the other. That's true. I think That's true. that once the, they get you there, you know, like, they could charge 20% more for everything there. Golf, yeah. apparel, food. Mm-hmm. They do a pretty good job. They kind of upcharge you at dinner, but like, you know, lunch <laughs> and breakfast is pretty reasonable. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if you've been, if you guys have been around to some places, right. And I think you have, like you've been to some places, you know, they got you and they just try to dig in a little bit more. And I think they do a good job <laughs> not doing it. What yeah. I think. So, to, to, just to be clear, I'm, I'm going to put this to rest and we'll let, I'll leave Bannon alone. My biggest, honestly, my biggest problem, with, I had two problems with Bannon. One, getting there. It took yeah, us. Smart. Lately, all blankety blank day to get there, yeah, and half the afternoon and evening, mm-hmm. um, and and the the absence of any thing to do after golf. There's nothing to do, yeah, other than golf. And right. when and talk I, to your friends is you know, right. Right. well, <laughs> you can't talk to your friends when they hold up in their in their condos and not don't come out to a a social gathering. That's right. So that's a whole nother topic we can talk about another time. Mm-hmm. But so those are my those are really honest. I think my that, no, time. I think that's fair. I mean, we were so tired when we were there, we just fell yeah, asleep. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, but, yeah. but see, I, now I have but a look, question. You, you look good. You look like there. you're in shape. I'm not. So I mean, but that's the, see, that's the thing, Mike. See, I'm 60. These guys are still in their what are y'all 30s? Oh, I'm the one like, hey man, what are we gonna do after the round? And they all mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm going back to the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is role re- reversal here. You know what I think? I think you went with the wrong guys. That's what I think. I, that's yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe. I so. need to get some older guys who still got a zest for life and want to get out and do stuff. I said, right. I love it. I love it. See, Mike. Okay, hey, Mike. Back we, to your back. We done brought you into our. We done brought you into our arguments. No, so, um, yeah, go right in. You you were saying about the band, and I think. I just think that when we were there in April, they'd had a hard winter. They had snow. They don't get a lot of snow out there. We played Sheep Ranch, and there was it'd be it'd be tough to call those greens. There was not a lot of green. It was, okay. it was like 
rolled mud, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I think like on some of the other courses, you can just tell, I mean, they're just so busy, but they won't take any of the courses out of the rotation because people have booked their trip so far in advance, but they need to punch those greens, man. I don't think that those greens ever get aerated. Mm, I think that that is contributing to some of these problems that they're having when they come out of the winter. Um, I could be wrong. I'm not an agronomist. You know, I've interviewed the super out there a couple of times. He's a great dude. He's been there since the beginning, but I think, I think that they, but it's just hard. How are you going to do that? I mean, they're doing like 60,000 rounds every year on each. Probably more than that, actually. Probably so. Yeah. I mean, how do you do that? And then, like, imagine you've booked your trip. Like, I booked in November of 21 to go in April of 23. And imagine, like, I get out there. Imagine I get out there, like, hey, Pack Dunes is closed. We had to aerate this week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, what are you talking right. about? You're right. You're you know, right. let me out anyways. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no. now, now, speaking of those courses, because I also want to ask about Southern Pines and those, because we're going in October. Um, but it's when it comes, yeah. So when it comes to uh, uh, abandon, how do you rank the courses? Um, I like Pack Dunes. That's probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. It's a beast, um, man. I, you know, I fell in love with old Mac this time. Mm. First time I played it, I was, I mean, I'm not one of those guys that I'm playing bad. I hate a course, but the first time I played old Mac, I was playing so bad. Like, I don't even think I saw the course. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I mean, every, I was hitting everything from this angle instead of this. Like, I was coming from the ride on everything, you know, but I fell in love with old Mac. I actually think it's a really smart routing and a really great golf course. So I go pack dunes, old Mac, uh, probably trails. Yep. Um, and then probably Sheep Ranch and then Bandon. Oh, Bandon Last. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right, all right. I like the original Bandon. I, I don't know. I might go ahead of that. Um, but I, I like I like Sheep Ranch because it's like it's kind of a small ballpark. Yeah. It's like the easiest walk. Yeah. And it's kind it of a is. nice break. I mean, it's windy, but it's kind of a nice break because there's sure. some big walks. There's some big walks. I mean, Old Mac is a big walk. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, but I love the hill. We had to walk up right to the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Right. yeah. It's a monster. So, but I love pack dunes. I just, I really, I liked it the first time. I put, we played it twice on this last trip, and <sighs> I just think it's a really. I really started to see how I like a lot of Tom's courses, and uh, I just saw how smart and ingenious it was this time in a ways I didn't the first time. It's just a really w- well developed new. It's a great walk. You know the reveals and stuff. He. Yeah he does there and how much room he gives you and then how deceptive that there's some, there's a lot of great stuff about Pacific Dunes. So mm-hmm. yeah, can't, I think that was go back club. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that was my favorite one, uh, pack dunes. And I think, I, I think I put trails at two. Trails uh, is a yeah. great course, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, I, mean, I know I have sheep ranch at five and yeah. I, I can go back and forth with yeah. old Mac and Bannon is, is the eye candy. Yeah. Um, and sure. I mean, that's that's the that's the I can. And that's why it, it goes back and forth. But old Mac, yeah. I hear this a lot from people who go multiple times. Old Mac creeps up in there. It does. In there. In the, in the, in the, uh, it is kind of a love it or hate it at first because it's so weird. <laughs> and also, like, if you don't know a lot about C.B. McDonald, like, you know, like it, it's kind of it's a nerdy course. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like for nerds. Right. <laughs> so if you don't know a lot about the template holes and what McDonald was trying What's to do, for, it just seems yeah. real funky and odd. Mm-hmm. but if you can just look at it as a golf course, like the routing is very ingenious, you know, the walks, you got that really tough one getting up that, that four, then coming down to the beer Ritz on six. I mean, that's, yeah. 
that's tough. Uh, Cause that hole is really quirky, like going straight up the hill. You're like, what the hell is going on here? Right, right. Um, <laughs> but that reveal is worth it. When, when you, you get, get up there, oh, right. you get up there, you go, oh, you know, that's that why dude. I walked up this hill. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that that's pretty awesome. And then the way he just kind of moves you back through the space, I think is really good. And those finishing holes are, are real good. Um, and I think trails, I think trails, I told Bill Core this, I think it's the best use of land I've ever seen oh, yeah. of golf course. Yes. Yes, just yes, yes. so good, you know. Yeah, and I, this is another thing I think is really important about Bandon is not that we all debate about what our favorite one is, but I like that there's like a hole in almost every one of those courses that people love or hate. Like 14 at Bandon Trails, like that that kind of short four up yes. on the, the hill. Yes, some people love it, some people hate it. A lot of people hate it. I love <laughs> hitting down to that valley. Oh, and they can't stand it because they think like they should all make birdie on. Good players don't think they should make birdie on it, and then like you get. You get just a little bit loose with it, and you're just screwed off the right there. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that about those courses too. Nice, nice. So let's get to let's get to your piece in, in sure. Golf Digest, um, uh, January 2022, um, yeah. and this is after a favorite golf partner's death, a new life mm-hmm. as a single. I said my brother was the main reason I played golf. In his mm-hmm. absence, I'm searching for a new purpose. And it took you on a mission. Talk about that piece and, and, and what you did sure. uh, and, and, and your brother. Yeah, yeah. So my brother passed away May of 21. Uh, he was the only reason I played golf. And he took it up in graduate school. I lost a job when I was 23. I left a job when I was 20. I didn't lose. I, I, I left it. But I didn't know what I was going to do. So my brother just started working for the state of Virginia in Richmond. He said, well, just come live with me and just do whatever you're going to do. And That's a nice brother. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He was a, he was be like, oh, you lost your job. Work? All right. Well, let me know what happens. All right. Yeah. Go on, mom and dad. Yeah. So he was always watching out for me. So I, I moved with him to Richmond. He was kind of starting over, too. And... um he had started playing golf and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to start playing golf. I mean, we were playing basketball, we were playing hoops every night, but, um, we just need something to do on the weekend. So I started playing, I got the bug pretty early, played with him a lot. Um, and then that was kind of, that's what we did as adults, you know? And then, you know, then he had kids and I was still single graduate school, first job, that kind of stuff. And I remember like his son had turned five. This is, it was only funny. Cause he was like, and he had moved, he moved out of Richmond up to Severna park up, up in your all's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and it's colder and he'd been in the, it'd been winter. He'd been working hard. And he said, he told his wife, he goes, I'm calling Mike and we're going to go play some effing golf this winter. I'm sick of this. Calling the shots. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, okay. So we started going on golf trips. We went to Myrtle beach. And so we started doing that. And then, um, so that was what we did. We went to Pinehurst was the place where we went most. That was where we went probably every year. If I could interrupt you one second, Mike. So what was it about golf um, that, ju- that that hooked you? I mean, obviously playing with your brother is what got you started, but what about it grabbed you? And then let's get back to the to, to the story. You know, we were pretty good athletes growing up. Not like, you know, like great. We were in a small town, so we were good for our town, you know, but sure. we were pretty good athletes. We were competitive. You know, like even as adults, like, you know, 26, 27, if I beat him, I'd call mom on the way home. And I just want you to know I beat Tim today. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. He cheated. You know, we do like stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, but also, we always kind of treated it like a sport, you know. And I liked – it was a little bit like when we were kids. He always showed me how to do stuff. He showed me how to hit flop shots. He showed me how to – he was better than me. He showed me how to sh- hit shots out of the bunker. 
Um, it was just a way for us to talk and be together. You know, there yeah. was an element where I kind of understood we're going to get older and we're not going to be able to play pickup hoops all the time. So this yeah. is something for us to do, yeah. you know? Um, and then, you know, we didn't, I think what was interesting is like, we weren't really, a lot of people like the social aspect of golf and, and I do too, but I don't, but that's not why we were into it. We were in it just to be together and to compete really, mm-hmm. you know, and try to get better because it's so hard. Right. Yeah, I think that was for me, that was a big thing. I was like, I'd always been, I'd always been a fast adopter when I was a kid. I always caught on stuff really fast and I just could never figure golf out. So, <laughs> and then, you know, we, so we kept doing these trips and then Tim got sick about the time that I started doing freelance writing, which was a way for us to kind of go to some places we might not otherwise afford. And, you know, I get some cool assignment or something. And so we went to Pinehurst on my first big assignment. We'd been there before, but we got to go back. But we had this biopsy result kind of looming over us, like the next, the literally the next week. And then, of course, it came back as it came back negative. And um, so it was a hard couple of years. You know, he was in and out of the hospital a lot, especially during COVID. He had to go into the hospital by himself. And that was really tough because yeah. he, um, you know, he'd get all hopped up on painkillers and stuff and he'd get real paranoid. He wouldn't know where he was and he had to be by himself. He would think like the doctors were out to hurt him and we'd have to say, I think they're not, I don't think that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was tough, you know? And then, um, so he passed away and because golf had been such a big part of our relationship, I didn't think I could keep playing. Mm-hmm. I thought it would remind me of him too much. So talked to the resort, asked if I could come there in November or no September of 21. So only he'd only been gone about five months and I said, you know, I'd like to spread his ashes, you know, mm-hmm. Alex Podlegar is a great guy. You know, he's like, yeah, sure. You know, whatever you, whatever you need. He, so he reserved a time for me. He reserved some time for the other two guys that were with me. They were the core of our golf trip, Rob and Skip. They had been his friends first. So we played number two, played number four. Then I went out one morning by myself, first tee time out. I went off on the back and, uh, and spread his ashes. And I was playing so bad that week. I mean, I just couldn't, I mean, I couldn't get off the tee. I mean, it was like sad, like how awful I was. And I wasn't, I wasn't enjoying it. And my mind was elsewhere too, but I wanted to do this. And, um, I sort of felt like at the end of that, I don't know exactly why, but I told my wife before I went, I may not, I may not play anymore. And she goes, are you sure? I was like, you such a big thing you've been doing. I was like, I know, but I just, I don't know if I could do it or not. And when I came home, she said, how was it? And we talked and I said, I think I'm just going to take these lessons and get better. I just, I, I mean, I, I just, I, I can't, I was like one, I was like, we, we've been able to do some more stuff. And I said, I just can't go to these places, not be any good one. Yeah. But also I didn't want to stop playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and it's hard. It, it is hard. Like there's a moment in every round where I think about my brother and if I'm with people, I walk away from them sure. Sure. <laughs> and I have a moment, but I just wanted to get better in a way that, um, in a way that I finally could, so I could keep playing and enjoy it. Cause it's no fun if you're not getting off the tee. There's only so much natural beauty, even at number two, you can take in <laughs> yeah. only so much I can, you can look at it and enjoy it. So, um, so that's what I did. I took these lessons and I got better. And then I just kind of went like, honestly, like it sounds a little cheesy, but I kind of went on like this sojourn of grief. And my wife knew what it was. We never really talked about it till I was done. Mm-hmm. But I just kept going to place after place after place. And she knew 
she knew I needed it mm-hmm. because the first year of his death, you're just in a fog. Sure. And the, and so last summer was a chance for me to reflect and think about it a lot more and just sort of think about uh, all the stuff we had done together. Cause you know, we had grown up, I think that's in the piece too. You know, we grew up in a small town in yes. Southeast Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Our mom was Korean I don't like overstating it, but it wasn't always easy. I you know, bet. we caught a lot of racial slurs, mm-hmm. you know, when things got sideways, that was the first thing that got thrown back at us. And I think one of the things that was hard about his death was just sort of um, how much that connected us. Like he's the only person that really understood what it was like to be like us from that place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what it was like to grow up around um, people that, you know, like, I mean, cause you know, it was a kind of town, like you went to school with everybody from kindergarten to 12th grade. Yeah. yeah. You didn't go mm-hmm. off to different schools. So you grew up with everybody. And, um, I think there was a sense of loneliness about that. And I, and I think that's also what the golf was about. Cause you were just out there so long. Yeah. Gather, you know, as a way to spend time. Um, so I, I mean, that's, so I did, I went, now I went to like some great places. And I think one of the things that's been hard and, and wonderful is I've gotten to go to some great places in a way because he died, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. cause people have read these essays. So that essay, um, I got, I got invited to Chicago golf with a guy who, who had lost his brother. Mm-hmm. And, and I wrote about that for Esquire. And, um, and what was great about that was we didn't really talk about our brothers cause we kind of knew like why we were together. Right. right, right. But it, but it felt it felt good, you know. It felt good to be with someone on a golf course who got it and mm-hmm. understood, mm-hmm. without having to talk about it. Yeah, so that was nice. And then, um, so I think you know, I mean, that was, I. But I, I was always just trying to figure out a way to sort of um, honor him and remember him and and sort of meditate on what my life was going to be like now mm. without him. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's the great thing about golf. I mean, I think that's why we love it, you know, because you can have fun with your boys and bust each other's chops. But, you know, sometimes you can get those long stretches in a round where you're still having a great time and you're social, but you're in your own head. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of love that about golf. I always loved that. I always loved how cerebral of a game it was, that it wasn't a reactionary game. No. Oh, right, right, you know, right. right. Yeah. And, it caused, and it caused you to think about things, you know. Um, and I think that was something I was really drawn to early too. And I think that's what my brother liked about it. He was, he was a scientist. He was very methodical, mm-hmm. right? you know? So, so I think that's what he liked about it too. So wow. that's a lot. Sorry. No, no, you're good. I'm sorry, Brian. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was uh, going to tell the listeners, encourage them to go to golfdigest.com and search my uh, Crowley and read the piece. Yeah. I read it maybe a, a couple of days ago. Again, I, when you brought it up, Claude, the like months ago when we were talking about having them on, sure. kind of glanced at it. So uh, it's uh, well written, uh, uh, Mike, and it's, yeah, very beautiful language. It was, it was really uh, the only question I have for you. Uh, and you go over this some in the piece, I think, but uh, talking about wanting to continue because the natural thing would it would be to go to Pinehurst, spread the ashes, yeah, wrap it up, and then just kind of have it as a memory. Um, were there any friends? Family, can you talk about the the mm-hmm. community of guys around you and your brother that helped move you on? Because you know, like you said, it's better to enjoy with friends. So yeah. you don't want to continue on in isolation. Did did, did you have uh, you know other friends? You know, yeah. So there were two guys, uh, Rob and Skip. So yeah. they 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 were chemical instrument salesmen. So they they were like my brother's salesmen. 
you know? Okay. And then, and then, then we all became friends. And, and so like sometimes at these like big conferences, you know, where those guys are selling wares and the scientists come, you know, I would, I would go to those things too. And then we would all go play golf. You know what I mean? Yes, it's kind of funny, <laughs> nice. you know, it'd be like at this like big sort of trade show, like at the hospitality suite in a Marriott somewhere. And then we'd go play golf the next day, but we all became <laughs> friends. And I think, you know, it's one of those things, if you've gone through something like that, you kind of get so locked in your own grief. Yes. You're kind of myopic about it, not in a bad way. You just kind of think. And one of the things when they were at Pinehurst with me, I realized how much they needed it too. Mm -hmm. And I think like we all kind of realized, I mean, I recognized it and I'm sure they did too, but you know, everyone, when you go to Pinehurst, everybody's in a group of four or eight. Mm -hmm. You don't see a lot of threesomes. Well, there were only three. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) And, uh, and we got out on one course and, and Alex had blocked a group, had blocked it as a foursome for us. So no one could join us. Right. Right. And, uh, and the starter goes, well, it says there's supposed to be four. And I was like, well, there's just three. He goes, but it says four. And I was like, well, there's just three of us. <laughs> and he goes, but it says four. And I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> and then we got out later on the course and this other starter, this other ranger came up and says, I thought you guys were supposed to be a foursome. And I oh got kind of angry and did the gallows humor. And I was like, well, there are four. It's just one of them died. So, like, can you leave us Skip and Rob started laughing. But <laughs> they went to, you know, they were abandoned with me too, and we all felt it. You know, we, uh, you know, we we had a toast. We took a flask out with us and toasted them one night. And I, it's weird because I miss them so much, but I forget how much they miss them too. Mm-hmm. How much mm-hmm. fun we all had on the course because my brother was. My brother was like, I had a friend who, uh, he was a D one basketball coach that I grew up with. And we used to be on this text chain together and he texted us one night, just Tim and me. And he said, he goes, you two should start a radio show called busting balls. Cause that's all you two do. <laughs> I mean, and my brother was kind of relentless. I mean, like once on like a weak point, like he was like, he was like a virus, man. He gets in there and just spread just like keep jabbing you in the wound. Oh, he never, never gets tired. Huh? He never just never got, got tired. tired. I mean, just always, you know? And so it's fun to be with those guys. Cause we, we miss them, but we, you know, we tell the same story. Same story. Yeah. And we tell, but, it, but it, I think it may, it all reminds us that we're kind of in this together yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it reminds me that i'm not the only one that misses them out there and so i think that's been really helpful and i think that i think like uh and i said to rob while we were out there i was like why didn't we because we never got to go to bandit years why didn't we do this sooner and rob Mm. goes well i mean think about our lives man we were we were at a different place in our lives we didn't have as much money we were all trying to start our careers (laughs) And he goes, and we didn't plan on him dying. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't the plan. That wasn't the plan. Yeah. So, but yeah, those two guys really, uh, Vern, those two guys were the ones that sort of um, have made it easier yes. to go on. But I tell you, the thing that's been really interesting is I've met other guys uh, when I tell them that, you know, I've had other people reach out to me that have read and, 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 and I met a guy in Ireland on another trip and um i don't know he was just so kind about it like you know like we 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 were just playing golf we just got paired up we Mm -hmm. on the first tee and by the 18th tee it felt like we were like the best of friends and we all took a picture together and and i had told him what was going on and why i was doing all this stuff and he told me a story about his own grief and he gave me a hug at the end of that round and it was like i mean but he held on hard Mm -hmm. you know it wasn't he wanted me to know like i was like he wanted me to know i wasn't alone and 
those are the things like, you know, I, we loved hoops growing up. I mean, that was our thing. You know, my brother was a really good basketball player, but those things don't happen necessarily on a, on a basketball. Oh yeah. Court. No, 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 not after one game, at least. Right. right. <laughs> right? I'm that after several. I mean, you just yeah, asked yeah. like Kyrie and LeBron. But, and you know, you, you're after four hours with someone, you get a sense of who they are. Yeah. You get a sense of what's important to them to some degree, not everything, but, mm-hmm. um, so that has been really helpful, and and that has made it easier to keep playing, you know, because yeah. it's kind of, I don't know, I, I'm not a very mystical or spiritual person, but there's been a lot of weird stuff that's happened in the last six months that makes it feel like he's kind of pushing me along and and kind of watching out for me in ways that, um, in ways that if he were alive would tell me like shut up, You're like what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Well, you talk about the places you've gone. Go down the list. Where have you gone? Uh, some of your favorite spots, and you know, well, like what's been. It's great. a little bit like when I tell people everything I did last year, they'll go. They the first question they say, "Are you married?" And say, yes. <laughs> but you have a wonderful, understanding wife who's like, with, "Do what you got to do. Go on yeah, your journey with kids." Yes. You're still married? Yes. Um, so let's see. I went to Ballynil last year, which okay. is super hard to get to. You got to go to Colorado, drive two and a half hours. It was amazing. Um, Tom Dope course in the middle of the Chop Hills, they call it. Uh, I went to, I played Firestone Country Club, all all three courses there, north, south. I uh, played, went to Sand Hills in Nebraska, oh. to Cabot cliffs next year <laughs> Sam, my, West, wisconsin next year if you got any yeah. recommendations so my, so yeah my september was nutty i f- i went to cabot cliffs okay i went to colorado golf club then i went to sand hills i came home for a week i went to stream song i came home for a week Oof. uh then <laughs> flew to ireland for a week i played only played st patrick's in county donegal northwest ireland uh came home for uh 10 days and then i went out to chicago played chicago golf and madonna number three man um so i had a pretty i had a pretty sporty year went up to michigan played the michigan course because it's a it's a mckenzie um met a guy at um kalamazoo country club which is not necessarily noteworthy but it just was but it's getting ready to be andrew green's gonna like plow that whole thing over. oh andrew green again yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so i mean i just went i went to a lot of places and, and had a lot of uh really it, i played crooked stick last year pete died yeah. crooked yeah. stick so i played a lot of places i was gone i wasn't home a lot and then you know all credit to mary my wife i mean like she she knew it wasn't frivolous and and i, I you know i'm kind of a weird i'm a hustler man i'm a grinder so like i tried to get i tried to get magazine pieces out of almost all that you know so yeah. like mm-hmm. work trips too um so i mean as a friend of mine said recently because you have the best job in the world like your work is not ever really work and i was like well kind of work but yeah. i have still it yeah it's still <laughs> right writing on deadline yeah, is pretty yeah, not fun yeah, you go yeah. sit down in front of a blank page and write something on the deadline yeah. and let me know whether it's working or not. Right. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah so I, yeah i went to all those places and i was and so i've written a lot of essays about about that and the hopes is i'll have a book i'll start a i've got to start like a they call it a proposal i'm gonna do a proposal for a memoir about okay. it and and try to see if i can get something out of it but yeah that's I went awesome. to, Played a lot of golf, so got a little bit better. 
not much, but a little bit better. <laughs> and so do you do you feel like you found the healing, you know, or at least further along the path that you were looking for? Yeah, you, I think so. Got- I think so. I mean, I, you know, we were so close. And I, I, and I think another thing that I, I write about a lot is like, I don't think <laughs> I, it's kind of goofy. I know, but I thought everybody was that close to their brother or their sister or whatever, you know, I, I just, You'd be surprised. yeah. I mean, I just, it was, it, I mean, I know better, you know what I mean? But I think, so I thought a lot about why that was. And I think it's because of, because of where we grew up and were right. and how we kind of felt like outsiders. And we kind of, um, you know, we had to grow up a little bit faster because we put up a little bit more stuff, you know? And, um, and I think that, um, I think it's made me understand that and understand how close we were, but I think it's also, I, you know, I have this one more essay I want to write called life after death, mm-hmm. you okay. know, which is really, which happened on this most recent golf trip I got to take. I got to go down to the honors course, which is outside Chattanooga. Uh, this guy had reached out to me about an essay I wrote and really, really sweet guy. And I, I think I kind of see the path now without him you know, on the golf course, but which also kind of makes me see the path without him in life, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm. you know, my brother was a, was a big, a big influence in my life. And, and right. it wasn't like, I've tried really hard not to valorize him too much because he wasn't perfect. And it wasn't like we never got in fights and it wasn't like there was the stuff I was mad at him about. Sure. Um, but I, but one of the things about having, he was six years older than me too. And he never made me feel like I was out of place. You know, he would take me cruising with him and his friends while they were trying to pick up girls in high school, you know, and they have like some 10 year old in the back, you know, and, but, he, but that, but that was kind of the deal. Like if you're yeah. friends with Tim, you got to deal with his brother, you know, like when I was 14, he was living in an apartment in Lexington. He was in school at UK and he goes, oh, you got, he goes, if you want to come up and stay the weekend, you can, you can bring a friend with you. And I was like, who does, who lets her, wow. your old says you can bring a friend and you guys can stay in my apartment with my roommates. And the roommates have to be okay with it, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, but that's, and, and also that just, that's how much my parents trusted him though. Right. Like right. he, he kind of helped raise me. So the thing that's, that's important about it was that I always had his lessons, you know, whatever he did well, I learned from him, whatever he screwed up, I learned from, Right. Mm-hmm. you know, and I think, what I've understood is that I, I can sort of, you know, I'm kind of on my own in a way now. Right. But, right. but I'll be okay. Yes. You know, I, I can figure it out. I don't, I mean, I miss not having to call to ask for advice, right? but I can figure it out. And I think that's kind of what, I think that's kind of what going on these golf trips As my friend Rob said, he goes, he goes, I know you miss having him. He goes, but if you think about it, his death has opened your life up in ways it wouldn't have mm. because you would have just called, you would have just called him to do this, this, and this. You know, right. like here's yeah. a good example, and then I'll shut up. I was playing golf with this guy last in spring of 22. I had a master's shirt on because Tim and I got to go to the Anwa before okay. he was sick. Oh, wow. So I thought, I'm going to wear this today just for luck. So I'm getting ready to hit a shot, and the guy I'm playing with goes, You going to the Masters this year? And I was like, I wasn't planning on it. He goes, Do you want to go to the Masters? And I said, Are you asking me if I want to go to the Masters? He goes, Well, if, if you want to go. I was like, I go to the Masters. I get in the cart. And I text Mary. I'm like, just ask me to go to the Masters. <laughs> so, so then I get home. I don't think much about it. Right. And about, I thought it was just a nice thing he said, right? Mm-hmm. Five, like 
seven days before the term, he goes, Hey, I've got those passes for you. I'm going to, I'll FedEx them to you tomorrow. Sheesh. So now I'm like through the roof, right. running through the house and I'm panicking and I don't know what to do <laughs> because like, I don't know who to take. <laughs> Like, I'm like, who am I going to take? Like, How many? Two, two passes? I only got two passes. Right? So oh, I go take one more. Like, who am I going to take? And I'm like going back and forth. And I don't want to just take, I don't want to take like a casual fan. I want someone that's like into like architecture and into like into it, you know? And you said his two friends were Rob and Skip. Skip. Yep. Right. So, so this is this yeah. so I can't. The, the plot know, I can't ask these guys. <laughs> And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm really stressing about it. Like, as you guys know, you guys are golf nuts. Like, I'm really stressing. Like, I got to take somebody. Yeah. And Mary looked at me and she said, you got to stop. You're not going to replace them. You got to stop. Mm. And I was like, and I didn't even realize I was doing that until she said it. She goes, just pick someone and go have fun and, and enjoy it. So, and so, so I took Michael Kornheiser. Cause I knew he oh, would nice. be a nut about it, okay. you know, and it was great, you know, and I was glad, I was glad I did it, you know, but, it, but I think those are the kinds of things like that Rob was talking about was that, you know, like his death kind of opened me up and I, and I had to, so Rob went with me to Ireland and Skip went with me to stream song, you right. know, I took those guys on separate trips, you know. Did, and, did you tell, did they both know you were going to Augusta without them, yeah. like, before you went? Or did yeah, you they did. Yeah, they, yeah. They, both <laughs> had, they both had things to do. So it was oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Work okay. Trips. They couldn't have gone anywhere. All right. You might got to text them, say, oh, stream song, not the Masters? Cool. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. I got it. So, That's your um, <laughs> But I think that that has been helpful is to know that, like, you know, like, that you can do it. Right. Um. But I think Mary saying that helped out a lot. It, it really, it was really profound. I mean, it really kind of shook me because I didn't even realize how she kind of could tell. It was like, I was like almost everybody I met, I was sizing them up to be like a replacement. Mm-hmm. Like subconsciously, mm-hmm. she could mm-hmm. tell I was doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You wow. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't realize I was doing that. And when she said that, it allowed me to relax a little bit. And, sure. and just because she said, because it was right. I mean, like I wasn't going to have as much fun maybe you know uh with someone else but but i could still have fun yeah no one's gonna live up to that so take who you who right yeah and like just understand like you i mean i have a lot of i mean hopefully i got a lot more life left to live yeah and and i think that's a bit and that's the other thing again you know that i love about golf that i wouldn't have known had he not passed is like um Look, I mean, you know, you guys are, are are black guys playing golf, like so. Mm-hmm. You don't need to tell you this, but like, it's not always the most welcoming game, and it's not always the most welcoming space. But I tell you what, I've been surprised about. I have been really wonderfully surprised about how welcoming it can be. Yeah. Oh, for sure, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and how and how how much people can feel connected uh, on a on a golf course, and how quickly you can get connected to someone because. You know, we grew up in a small town, rural area. We looked, you know, we thought guys at country clubs looked down on us. That wasn't a space you wanted to be in. I still feel a little weird when I go into one every once in a while, but mm-hmm. I'm getting better about that. And um, and I think that that's the thing I've really been sort of uh, heartened by is just, you know, most people are, most people just want to play golf. Yeah. They want to show off their place to you. Mm-hmm. And they want you to have a good time while you're there. And, um and I think that's something I probably wouldn't have understood as fully, okay. you know, had he lived, you know, I'd traded of course, but 
Of course. But it's yeah. it's sort of a gift. You know, that's sort of a gift too. And it sort of allows you to kind of move through the world in a different way too. I mean, yeah. golf's kind of a great equalizer, right? Like because yes. mm-hmm. yes. no one I mean, I don't care if anybody's bad as long as they play fast. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Essentially, yeah, that's the thing. Right. Right. I mean, I, I'm not I mean, everyone, I play pretty good every once in a while. About every sixth round, I play pretty good. You know? mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. LB, you got a question or two? Just one quick question, just for our listeners. Do you have any other uh, siblings? No, it was just me and him. That made it hard too. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, but just, just as a side, my brother just passed in March. Mm, sorry, and, uh, my younger brother, and we are seven years apart as well. Yeah. Um, and I, a lot of the stuff that you and your brother did, I, I did as well. I took my brother with me on dates. Yeah. Um, took yeah. him places. <laughs> took him into strip clubs he shouldn't have been in as a, yeah. as a yeah. young. 12, 13 year old, he was in strip clubs. Yeah, um, yeah we did that. We did that. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's good to hear. I mean, you know, I'm sorry your brother passed, but it's good to hear that you had the kind of relationship yeah. that that my brother and I had as well. I mean, yeah. I took him so many places that he should not have been and have have, have had people at during those times say, Well, why do you bring your little brother? You know, why is your brother here? You know, I'm like, Well, you don't have to be here. <laughs> he's with yeah. me so and i have the car so he's going with me you're gonna have to be yeah. it's amazing because as mike as you were saying this i like we're almost word for word i'm thinking about what lawrence had said in his brother's service he's like yeah. if people didn't want to didn't want him in the car they didn't have to come but one yeah. thing is still my brother's coming with me you know and if you you go if you're going to be with me and we're going to go down here whether it's like you said riding around talking to girls like yeah. My brother is going to be in the back seat. Like this just, and if you got a problem, it is you know it is what it is. Yeah. You don't have to come. I got the car. He gonna be here. It was right. just amazing to hear. Like the it was a, almost, oh, almost word for word, almost yeah. word for word. Yeah, yeah. Which is no, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know why he was that way, but he just was. I mean, it just it's yeah. just how. But yeah. But we that reminds me. We went on a softball tournament one time to Cincinnati, and you know the guys were all older. I was sixteen. Like. He checked me out of high school early. Like, you know, my parents like <laughs> uh, parents called and said, Yeah, his brother's coming to get him. I like half a day <laughs> to go play a softball tournament with like men. <laughs> men. Cincinnati. Yeah, they're going to Cincinnati. And those guys all wanted to go to the club and stuff. And and they're like, they're like, like, you're going with us. I was like, I don't want to go to this thing. Like, I don't want to go on this, this titty bar. Can't stay by yourself. <laughs> like, wait a minute. <laughs> so, my brother. Tim was like, he goes, hey, we'll just try it out. And if you can't, if you can't stay, it, he didn't really want to go either. But, you right. know, he wasn't going to be like a wet blanket. He's yeah, like, right. just go. And if you have to, yeah. if we have to leave, if you have to leave. We'll just, I'll go back with you. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was so funny because we laughed about this for years. There was a guy on the team. He, he had a leather coat. He goes, put this leather coat on. Put my leather coat on. And then, like, I was a pretty big dude as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I was pretty big, but, you know, I was still 16. He goes, put this coat on. And we were walking into this place. He goes, look tough. Look mean. <laughs> You're trying to look mean. Bow up. <laughs> I was in there like 45 seconds. They're like, you got to get out of here. Because <laughs> that was going to be my next question. My next they, question was, spotted did you, you stay from the or did you room? leave early? Because yeah. your brother said, go They asked sport. me what I wanted to drink. And I think I ordered a Coke. And I think the jig was up when I did that. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. All right. Before I let you go, I got a couple rapid fire questions for you. Uh, the first one is, you got one course out of all the ones you've traveled. You can only play this one for the rest of your life. Which one are you choosing? Sorry, Lawrence. It's number two, though. 
There you go. There you go. And I got history there. Yeah, 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 there. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. Understand yeah. yourself. But, but I love number two. I think number two is an amazing course. All right. So we act. So Vern had this. Vern said this a couple months ago, and uh, Vern's dad, who's a basketball coach, and you know, listens to the show all the time, kind of challenged him on this. You talk about playing hoops. Okay, without practicing at all for almost a year, two years, could you step out of the car with no warm ups and make a free throw? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, yeah. okay, all right. Because <laughs> Vern said yeah to the same thing yeah. and was challenged by a few people. Like, I don't think he can do it. But yeah, oh, was that was it on a text? Was it on a text? It was, it was on a text chain. It, it was, on the show it too, was basically a hypothetical, Mike, where it was like, it, it wasn't just uh, with no context. It was like a, a free throw under pressure. Uh, would you rather have that? Would you have like a five footer or whatever to win a major? Oh, yeah. You know, a Hail Mary, something, something like that, or like, you know, a two strikeout pitch now, or something. If I was as good a golfer as I was a basketball player, I'd be like, I'd be, I might be like, I might be like plus one or something. You know? There you go. Okay. okay. Uh, well, that's too. I guess you said UK, so Wildcats, right? Wildcats all day. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. Cool. All right. Shout out. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah. Any, any upcoming travels? Where am I going next? Hey, we're going to Kiowa for a uh, family oh. vacation. So I'm going to play okay. the ocean course nice. next. And then um, yep. I might get, might get out to the May river course. I feel like I'm going somewhere else. Oh, I have a work trip next week. So I'm going to play the Stanford course next Monday. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay. So that'd be kind of fun. That's a Tom. That's a George Thomas uh, course, Billy Bell. So that'd be kind yeah. of fun. All right. And uh, uh, I'm sorry, Vern. Go ahead. You had something. I, was, I just want to ask who, uh, anybody for US Open. Who, who do we like for the US Open? We got any oh. names that we're looking at for the LA, US LA Open? You, I don't know, man. How, how can you pick against Scheffler? If his his putting's not been going well, but yeah. if his putter might get high, he might be good. I was reading something about Max Homa today. Maybe he does. Yeah, it's his home course. Yeah. Home course, you know. Yeah. I would like to see Homa do it. Um, I don't I know. Agree. Okay. I mean, that guy's just yeah, yeah. To your point about Sheffield, though, he's always there. So yeah, all he always. needs is his putter. It's some random tournament. It's like, oh, Sheffield's third again. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. We, 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 uh, I think last show or two shows ago, we, we, we uh, referenced him to Michael Myers, the, you know, yeah. from the Halloween series. Like, he's always <laughs> lurking. Like, he's, you yeah. never, he's always around. And if you, yeah. and if you're not careful, yeah, he's, he's going to get gonna you. Win. Yeah. He's going to yeah. get you. Um, it, does your wife have any interest in doing a clinic? for golf spouses because to allow you to travel this much and not care like i mean can she do a clinic to talk yeah. about the importance of- yeah no 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 like yeah so that's something that like um yeah we've talked about she used to she worked in construction for a long time so she like the first time one of our first dates she had she left and she said i have to get up at five in the morning and go to this golf i have to go play in this golf scramble tomorrow and uh, so just when we got pregnant with our daughter seven years ago, I went out and finally got her some some women's clubs. She'd been swinging like her dad's old clubs or something, you know, like steel shafts, you know, stiff shafts and stuff. She's like, this is a big difference. It's like, yeah. Made for you. Yeah. So she's going to take some lessons and we're gonna, that's going to be something like my little boy is, I think, I, I don't know if I ever sent you a picture of my son swing, Claude, I'll send it to you, but yeah. um, my little boy's into it. So yeah, we think that's going to be a family thing for us. And I'm excited about that, you know, like nine holes with the family. I think that'll yeah. be a lot of fun. So. Yeah, absolutely. MikeCrowley.com, that's the website. All the essays, the stories uh, are there. We're going to post the website to uh, the show notes and um, and the pieces and stuff like that. But Mike, thank you so much for your time. And we got to, number one, we got to have you back. And then when we, 
when we when we do a trip, we've got to get you on there. If for nothing else, maybe you can get all of us free golf. We'll go, and we can write an essay. Well, now. listen, like I mean, Lawrence, you're not invited, but Vern and Claude, we can go back to Pinehurst. <laughs> and, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Enjoy. Well, well, I don't want uh, you to go. I don't look. Well, I don't want you to go have a bad time. Wait, but here's the thing, Mike. If I don't come, y'all won't have fun. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, but speaking, but LB's when, got friends in, in Kentucky and has been there. You played Valhalla, yeah. right? Well, in in, in October, yeah. in October, we are going down to play Southern Pines and Tobacco Road. Oh, yeah. Any, any thoughts or notes, Mike, for for the trip? And maybe we'll maybe we'll yeah have you back on the show. Uh, when you going? I'm going down there in October. I'm supposed to. Oh, yeah, like the the week before Columbus Day. Yeah, the third, third, fourth, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm so going like fourteen, six. Okay, you'll be there the week after. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. get back. Um, no, I mean, you guys playing Tobacco Road? No, I've heard it could be oh. at it. Oh, oh no! Oh no! We have it. I'm sorry. I thought you said have we played it? No, we have it. So it's yeah, in the list. Yeah, you got you got to add it. You got to play it. It's in there. Yeah, it's in there. Yeah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great. Um, it's like just remember, it's it's really just target golf, but it doesn't. It's all visual intimidation, but there's okay. on the other side of the first tee is like 70 yard wide fairway. Okay. okay. All right. Because when well, I look you, at it, it looks like it's going to be just hell in a, in a box. Like yeah, just it's, bunkers not, everywhere. it's, it's okay. kind of fun. I mean, it's, I, I don't know if it's like a love it or leave it kind of place, but like it is one of those places, the more you play it, the more fun it becomes. Okay. And then of the, of the Ross courses, like at, at the Ross resorts, like mid pines, pine needle, Southern pines. Yeah. Southern pines I think I like Mid Pines best. That's what I hear the most. But the Southern Pines renovation is really good. Right. Uh, and, and you'll like, they're all really good. Pine Needles is really hard, though. It is. Do you predict that Lawrence will or will not like the, the, the golf on the trip? <laughs> you'll, you'll, he'll, you know, but I think you will like, I think you'll like those courses more than you like number two because mm-hmm. I think that they're, uh, I think they're manicured a little bit more. More like think. four and they're eight. They're still pretty scruffy. Right. Like mm-hmm. Mid Pines has a real scruffy look, so that might be the one you don't like, but I think you'll uh, like Pine Needles a lot. Yeah, I went to Pine Needles for the U.S. Open. I, walk, I got to walk that one, so yeah. I've, I've seen that one. Yeah, Pine Needles is fun, man. I mean, it's just it's hard. It's the hardest one, but it's fun. You guys have a great time. Oh, so that's why I need to do my match thing, Claude. At Pine Where are you Needles. staying? Great are you guys just staying in a hotel? Did you get a house? Uh, we're staying in a hotel. We were looking at houses, and you know, yeah. it's hard to do. I have to organize the trip. And oh, I don't like yeah. to leave a lot of options because I don't want a lot of questions and complaining and pissing them <laughs> on it. So I do whatever's easiest to say. This you is should see going. Vern's emails, like just the bullet points. The, do not ask any questions. Here. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have done this, but I really love like sitting out there at the deuce and watching groups come in. Yes. And I tell everybody this story because this is what I love about it. It's like there was like a 10 year old girl there one year who made like made an up and down for par. Right. And you'd have thought like she won like five U.S. Opens the way everybody. I mean, it was, but it was so cool. Like she got embarrassed, but was like happy at the same time. It was, <laughs> it was really neat. But I like, I like that place. I like the brewery as a place to go get a get a meal. But yeah, I mean, I for me to your point, Lawrence, about how hard it is to get to Bandon. I love Bandon, but the convenience of Pinehurst is pretty tough to right. beat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tough to yeah. beat. Yeah. Yep, yep. There you go. All right. All right, Mike. Thank you so much for your time, man. We really appreciate it. And you're going to I come love back to the See show. You guys. It's golf DMV. With all the drama that happened last week with the PGA Tour and Liv, and we, we, we hashed it out last week on the show, mm-hmm. I think we can get through this uh, this week without even talking about it because there's no reason. I think so. Everything's a major this week. week. Yeah. And, and most of that stuff is still up in the air. There's a whole bit. Like, I don't know anything about coming, it. We don't know so anything. Happened, so we should be able to get through this show without even talking about it. Yeah. All right, we got the U.S. Open coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, Lawrence covering the LPGA. 
um, as mm, you know, yeah, dutifully as anybody that I know, yeah. um, covering golf tournaments. And so uh, he's going to give us an LPGA update uh, at the Shoprite Classic. Um, I guess we can start with Tommy Fleetwood and um, oh my gosh, Nick, oh, Nick Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, yes. So it, it was a combination because part of it, I'm like, Nick won it. Then half of me is like, uh, but Tommy had it. And so I don't know whether it's a Tommy got ran down and choked or whether, but he did not play well on, I mean, 18 and then the two playoff holes. He did everything he could do to lose that. He but did. he still gave himself a shot. And Nick just won it. You know, he won the RBC. And um, it was it was kind of crazy to watch. You, you stated that well. I would almost say, based on what you just said, I think you answered your own question. The mm-hmm. golf guys said they told they gave Tommy you had a chance you had, had a chance, chance on 18 chance. you know what you messed yep. it up Nick Taylor wins it they waved the magic wand yep. 72 yep. foot eagle putt crazy putt because at that right. point I was like I was like because Fleetwood was putting very well his putting yeah. didn't let him down the puff a little bit but I'm thinking he's going to make he, he's going to make this next one yeah and then Nick Taylor just drops it it's from, almost you as can't they even say be in basketball mad. from beyond the arc from the parking like, lot yeah you have to like shrug your shoulders and, yeah. and he kind of had this look on his face when they cut to him there's this smile and just like well what am I supposed to do like, yeah, because when you're Tommy Fleetwood, you're thinking to yourself, I had plenty of opportunities to win this, and I didn't. I had I had a chance to win it, and I just, yeah. didn't, I just didn't do it. So yeah. he wins that. We've got the U.S. Uh, Open coming up, and we'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lawrence Brooks uh, was in New Jersey covering the shop right. Talk about that, LB. Yes. Uh, we're gonna, uh, I got something to say about uh, Fleetwood. I'll, oh, go I'll right ahead. Yeah, do your yeah, thing. You, one, he's not, you know, <laughs> not one of my favorite golfers. Um <laughs> <laughs> So I I had I had always called him a long hair hippie. Yeah, uh, it's just the hair, guys. That's all it is. Yeah, well, just yeah. the hair. But yeah, but somebody else called him uh, tight pants Jesus. That was their name. <laughs> tight pants Jesus. <laughs> I like that one better. I like that one better. Fashionable. I heard hair. someone call him fairway Jesus before. Which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, he okay. needs to be green tie Jesus. That's what he needs. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, <laughs> so I, I actually had the uh, tournament on in my car on the way home from the Shoprite Classic in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't watching people. I was just listening as I was course, driving down. Because you're a responsible human being. Yes, I, absolutely. I don't want to be in an accident and, and down no. the highway. No. Um, so yeah, I did go to the Shoprite Classic up in New Jersey. Uh, the field was limited. I'll mm-hmm. say it that way because. Uh, New Jersey this year, this season has four LPA, LPGA tournaments in uh, being uh, being hosted in the state of New Jersey this year. Um, and normally, the Shoprite has a week. Uh, normally, not a uh, I'm gonna say a week off, but they normally have. It's normally scheduled in such a way that the players will come to it, um, you know, before the other tournaments take off, but whatever the scheduling was, they were, there's basically four straight weeks of tournaments with a major coming up in two weeks. Um, and the, and the shop, right. If you, if you look at all the four tournaments in this last four week stretch, the lowest of the four tournaments is actually the shop, right. And so right. that's the one mm-hmm. that a lot of the, this, so it, be, it, be, in, it became a B, a B cast <laughs> of players. It didn't start that way though. It didn't seem like. No, it, no, it, no, initially it did not. But this, this, this year, um, I think the highest rated player was uh, Ayata Titico, mm-hmm. who was number seven, I think, in the world. All the all the ones above that, and most of the ones below her uh, players didn't even didn't come um, because a lot of them played last week in New York, where um, in New Jersey, New York, I guess, where uh, Rose Zhang won 
in the tournament. Um, so I'll be posting pictures all week of 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 uh, the shop right again. Nothing really, honestly, outstanding to to mm -hmm. uh, to say about it. I'm glad we you know we got inside the rope passes again. Uh, thanks to Jeremy at um, Outlier for his uh, putting things together. I got had a really good couple good meals, uh, yeah. free drinks. So uh, I appreciate all that. <laughs> cool. Um, the winner was, uh, what's her name? Um, whose name I, at the moment I'm blanking on. Somebody well, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, yeah. It's a boot boot. Is a Buha? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Buha hmm. is the last name. Yeah. I'll, I'll post pictures. I got some good pictures of her doing the rounds. Um, I got one really good picture, but it didn't, you know how you take a, I don't know if anybody out here ever take, everybody got pictures with cameras, got cameras and everybody's taking pictures. So I'm, I'm on like, I'm holding them 15. I'm facing the green and behind the green is a marsh area and then the ocean. Mm -hmm. Behind the player, I forget what player it is, but behind her is this crane yeah. that keeps flying up and then going back down in the marsh. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to time it and catch her and this, this <laughs> crane that keeps coming up out of the marsh, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm snapping pictures, I'm snapping pictures. And, <laughs> and then, the, you know, and I didn't look at him at the, at the time. I'm just snapping pictures, trying to catch this crane. And the, with this, I got this beautiful picture in my head yeah. that's going to be great when I, when I capture this. If the crane right? would just act right. <laughs> if, yeah. So I get today, I, you know, I download everything. I'm looking at the pictures. And, man, they trash. <laughs> so all blurry. Very disappointed. It's like I'm so disappointed. Oh in this. no! <laughs> because either either it focused on the bird in the mm -hmm. background, or way back there, you can see the bird clear, but then the player's all fuzzy, right in your face. Mm -hmm. Or the, or they, or didn't focus on either one and focus <laughs> on a blade of grass or something. Um, it just totally blew the shot for me, man. I was so disappointed today when I pulled those pictures up. I'm probably going to post it anyway because it's uh, the best one I could find out of the bunch. But that really pissed me off. I was that was that was going to be my shot of the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, yeah, I so love the idea that we sent we sent LB up there for on the photo assignment, and we look into the picture. He gets back, so we got a bunch of crane shots here. <laughs> well, I was trying to get you don't understand. She's in the foreground. She's out of focus. I, you know, it's like cool. At least you're there to come in the shot, right? Right? Bird watching in there. Yeah, yeah. It was no, but no. Like it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. When in your mind you think you got you, I'm gonna get home. This yes. is tight, and you open up yes. that that uh, light room. You're like what? <laughs> right. Yeah. I totally out of focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my one shot. I did get a good picture of a turtle that walked across the green, but that's another thing. <laughs> that's a good deal. That's a good deal. Okay. A lot of but wildlife was, pictures. This has been your yeah, shot right honestly, Who's the winner? I can't pronounce your last name. It was a crane and then a turtle was on the green too. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it really it really was kind of dry. And I I mean I hate to say that, but yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. really a dry tournament. Yeah. The crowds are very, very sparse. I mean, if you saw any of the highlights on TV, uh, <laughs> you saw more grass than you saw people. I mean, it was, it was, it was. Honestly, I was, I was very. Uh, what disappointed me more, I think, was when I was again watching. I wasn't watching. I was listening yeah. to the TGA tournament in the way home, and you and you could see the times when I was stopped. I could see <laughs> all these people at the RBC. Heritage. Yeah. I mean, it's just mounds and mounds of people yeah. everywhere. And I just left a tournament 
and you couldn't you couldn't spit on a person. It was they was so you know, I mean there was nobody so there. Nobody, you know what I mean? Nobody. It was just I, I don't I don't know what we do at LPGA. Well, uh, no, we could do. We could start by fixing the website. Let's start there. Let's start right. there. Right. Because here, here's a problem. I'm at the tournament. And I'm, I'm okay. I'm want to see who's in the league because I want to try and get to that player, and I know who's, you know, who's who's yeah. coming up. To, you know, who I need to know who to go watch. Yeah, because anytime we go to a tournament and this PGA, I mean, you know where the tee times are, with starting holes, all the stuff. You know where yes. to get to who you were trying to see. Right. So the the LPGA they do all that too. I mean, you, mm-hmm. I got my they give you a little card at the beginning. You know, just the tee times, just the fair width, all that kind of stuff. They do have boards. You know, mm-hmm. let's find boards around here and there. But they're not everywhere. Just like at a PJ event, they're not everywhere. So when I go to my phone and I go to the LPGA website, it's not updated. Okay. It's yeah. not updated. It's two, three holes behind. I had to go, I went to ESPN to their website and got updated information about the LPGA tournament from that's not even, even on the LPGA from the LPGA's, website. Yeah. I mean, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's pathetic. It really so, is. So I don't. I was I was I was listening to LB. I was looking for. I donn't know if you know this. I was trying to find the story. Everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of you know this. this. Everything LB just said was a story with the PGA Tour players. Did you guys hear about this at all? No. If if not this uh, tournament, maybe the pre- it was it was Ogilvy last tournament. Yeah, was there you Ogle, go. yeah, Ogle and then someone else tournament. jumped in. Like, like LPJ right. should be ashamed of you complaining about exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Exactly. I can't find and out who's winning that way. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, but well. You know what the cool thing is? Now we have Saudi champions who will who will be here for the women's cause, and they're going to pour money into the LPG. Burn, we weren't supposed to do it. I'm sorry. We weren't I'm sorry. supposed uh, to I'm do sorry. it. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. They love, they love women over there. So yeah, uh, what they're going to do is change. They're going to change all their outfits. Skirts, no more. You're not wearing skirts anymore. Oh, no. You're wearing long pants. We weren't supposed to do this, guy. Yeah, be tight. <laughs> the heat jobs. Yeah, we're not supposed to do it. <laughs> we weren't supposed to do it. Oh, um, man. All right. So, before we get to the PGA, Vern, did you have, we, you had some rounds, right? With, with, with the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Lou, Lou, Matt, and Steve Krupen, we were supposed to play um, University of Maryland. Yeah, Matt says all of you left him. You all bailed on him. Yeah. Him. Well, I mean, you know, when it's a cold orange outside. All know? the smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, and I went to the rain Thursday a couple times, but it was like, you know, uh, to be out there for four and a half, maybe five hours. Like, yeah. I don't like know. Pack of cigarettes every time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, one, 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 if I could take this in a row, one thing about the smoke, I was talking to somebody when I got back. And because I had my wife and I had went out that day when we came back from uh, Phoenix and we went right. out to do some stuff. And then my, my daughter called. She's like, did y'all go out? I was like, yeah, we went. We had to do some stuff. We went errands. We ran, had dinner, whatever. She's like, didn't you do the air code? The air quality was the, the fires. I'm like, what fires? And she, she said, well, didn't you hear about it? I'm like, no, we were in Phoenix. She's like, I was national news. Phoenix, yeah. I'm like, why, do, why would people care about fires in Canada that's yeah. all, all the way in Washington Phoenix? Is pretty Phoenix. Tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't hear about it. I didn't know about it until somebody told me about it. So. Yeah, it's very much a Northeast story. Yeah. yeah. My, my buddy Mike was in Vegas, in? and he didn't know either. He was He's from here, but he was in Vegas at the time. He wasn't hearing about mm-hmm. it. He had to hear about it from us. On a call, right. we were on like, oh, there's smokers. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So we played uh, Saturday. We got to the national. We got the Maryland national with myself, mm-hmm. uh, Aaron, Mike, and Jermond. Uh, mm-hmm. Jermond, uh, one of Matt's buddies. Um, Maryland national in as good a shape as ever. As good a shape as ever. I know it's got some quirky holes and people complain, but man, uh, I mean, got around in three fifty or something. Uh, again. Just, bad. just didn't see anybody. Just you know, 
you can't beat it uh, early, you know, seven, 10, seven, 20 tee time, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so obviously an early, early rise for us, but uh, greens given, given fits, mm-hmm. just uh, not crazy fast. They weren't like Worthington fast, but they have, where Worthington has a lot of speed and maybe not tons of break. National kind of is like maybe just a touch slower, but there's more there's more tricky breaks where you have like a four footer. You can you know normally just bang it to the back of the hole. Mm-hmm. Not there. Like I, like we're giving full respect to like three footers. We're over them. Like all right, <laughs> let me just get this straight in because if you're off like one inch, it'll hit the edge and curl out. And, and so gone. yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, uh, it was a great round. Uh, uh, Mike did well. Aaron did. Aaron things is usually playing really well. He kind of came in a little tough, you know, uh, you know, uh, on a, on the uh, last couple of holes or whatever. Uh, I did so. So I did. I didn't do too bad. So um, and then the next day was oh, so our buddy Jermon, who's new to playing with us. This is one thing I do like about getting new guys in the group who are used to playing. They may be used to playing certain courses, like a certain rota of courses. Mm-hmm. He mentioned. He said he's like, man, I like. He said I like playing with you guys, but I also need to start getting out with you to all these rest of these places I've never been or heard of or played because you, Jermon, don't kill me here, but I, he, I'm paraphrasing. He's basically saying they're much harder than I'm used to. So, like, when I sure. come out, yeah, I realize, yeah. like, damn, my game needs to be tuned up. Like, I'm good. Didn't we have somebody else say that? Oh, yes, Antron. Antron said that. Antron exactly. said that, yeah. Exactly. Okay, I got to stop person. playing the Enterprise every weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, 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 like, he's like, damn, like, but, you know, so uh, so that was cool. So he's 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 uh, he's looking to get out with us, hopefully, in, uh, in Worthington. What did uh, Aaron shoot? Uh, you know, I don't know, but it was it – was, Probably not what he wanted because he was he was doing well to like hole fifteen sixteen and then there was a couple of holes laughing and there was some enragement so just text him you'll find he'll tell right, you I don't right. I don't listen to the show I don't want to betray I have comments. to work on my game so I can come and uh show him up real quick just oh oh right. oh are you he'll hear, he'll oh, hear are you targeting Aaron okay yeah, all right uh, and then uh, the the next day we were supposed to go to Woodlands but uh, we got some cancellations so we ended up pivoting to Waverly uh, went to Waverly Woods that was more of a that was more of an ass for me. Uh, so look, here's, here's here's a quick question: What do you do, or so the yips? And I'm, I'm going to say the yips in general. It could be with anything. It could be with driving, blah blah blah. For those who are not familiar, the yips is just when some part of your game, and you can get into baseball too, something that you've done a number of times just goes to hell. It goes, but like really bad though. Not like oh, I'm hitting a poorly today. Mm-hmm. Almost like you can't hit a shot. I had iron yips maybe in the middle of the round where I was just burying everything in the ground. And it was almost like my body was like, oh, we're just going to keep hitting the fat. <laughs> what do you do at that point in the round if you if other parts of your game are still on, but like something seems to have gone completely off the rails? Do you just like abandon that? Do you start hitting yes. shots? Yes, just <laughs> immediately. So so there was a round when I was – I was it was happening with my with, with chipping. Like, like, That's usually where I, it comes, short game. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, and I was – my microphone and i'm chipping doing and, and 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 everything's going well and then all of a sudden out of nowhere i chip and it goes directly to the left and i'm like huh this isn't good and then the next time i've got a chip it goes directly to the left so for you and, a left-hander that's a shank for those who are yeah, listening. Shank, yeah. right. and so i'm i'm and so i'm thinking to myself okay uh, uh what in the world's going on and so you know sometimes you, you i'm going to play the ball that shank but i dropped another one just to kind of like you know so sometimes we do that like okay let me just this one goes to the left again, but this time it hits Glenn in the back. Now, <laughs> now, Glenn will attest to it. Like he was close enough to where it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't going to kill him, obviously, right? But it, it thumped a little, you know. It, 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 and like he was that. probably in a spot where he thought he was safe. Like there's no way it's going to yeah. be like ninety degrees. That's the thing. There was no reason to be worried about this normally. But I, I'm trying to figure out what's going on in the back with the, with, the, with the ball. I was very apologetic, but from that point on, I said I'm not taking out any wedges. Everything I'm doing now is just going to be a quick like 
putt kind of shot with my nine iron or my eight iron. Yes. That's all I'm doing around the greens for the rest of the round. Cause I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was bad. And so I think what you try to do is just go to, go to something that you know is going something to work. Something that works. That's the tough part about golf is when it starts you. to happen, mm-hmm. one or two shots, it's like, oh, okay, I released that early. Like, yeah. it was like one, two, it was like, oh, like your body's like, hey, you're not going to get this right. Then the confidence thing starts to feed on itself. Yeah. It's like, if yeah. I have to hit an iron shot, can I do it? Yeah. Get real nervous. I managed, I kind of, you know, kind I didn't really get, the, didn't write the shit, but it didn't go. And then the thing is, when you get home, I conf- I wanted to go confirm and sh- and true to life hitting a dry swing I did the same thing so I knew it was yips I was like okay so I had to stop slow down mm-hmm. in the house reset and after like two reset swings your body was like oh this and it's like oh okay and I was like no I did no I did you done that out before now I did have a situation at the range so Manny and I were going to play we played nine holes at uh, Northwest Inside Nine we're at yeah. the range and. I'm talking about it was the worst rain session ever. He told me that. Like, I couldn't even get the ball, like, in the air. I'm just skinning everything, you know. And Manny even looks at was like, you sure you want to play today, Dad? And he's laughing, (laughs) you know. That's fine. And so, anyway, we get, we get, what I did, I just stopped. I said, no, I'm not hitting any more balls here. Went over to the short game area, chipped and putt. Just did some chipping, did some putting, and then played the round. And everything was fine. I just said, forget it. I'm not dealing with it. And just said, everything is going to be fine when I get to the course. Luckily, it was. Um, but yeah, it was, it was bad at the range. I, th- I think like, like Burns, I think you got to find a way to reset at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's so, but, uh, Waverly again, good as usual. Also a quick round. Uh, this one was good because I had to, we, we were originally set to go to Woodlands at like seven ish and I had a recital. I had to be at, at noon and it was in Annapolis about 40 minutes away. So I basically, I was going to be sprinting to the round. I told Keisha, I was like, oh, no, it's fine. I'll be there on time. Well, so, yeah. We yeah, know your track history. Your tra- your yeah, track exactly. with this. So, so when we could <laughs> you know what? She, she, know what? She would, have bought, she would have just already text Glenn. Hey, Glenn, Burns going to be an absentee father again. Can you stand in for him? <laughs> Unfortunately, he was with me. Also, but he would have left early, though. See, yeah. he would have left that nine hole so he could stand in for and say, well, I have to leave because <laughs> I have uncle, to Your uncle Glenn is here. Recital. Where's your dad? Well, he's being a degenerate. It's Waverly Woods. I can um, see the recital starting now. You text the teacher, hey, we're wrapping up on 18 now. <laughs> Be there in 40 minutes. So here's, well, here's the worst part about that. So we ended up moving it from the Woodlands to Waverly, and I I moved it to 650. And I was like, okay, this is going to be early enough, especially at Waverly. We can get around. Oh, and yeah, I was right. Waverly. It was like three three hours, 45 or whatever. It was perfect. But to your point, Claude, and I got, so I got to Naples early. But in my mind, I've been to a couple of these recitals before, and usually it's like basically blocks of kids and like your team, you know, her, uh, my daughter's teacher, all her students, you don't know where they're going to go. And if they're in the middle, right. you know, you have to like wait for the other kids. And for all the other away. kids. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the parking lot comfortably at 1130, like, I'm good here. But blah, blah, blah. And like, it's like 1155 or whatever, almost even noon. I haven't seen Keys coming in yet. I don't know where she parked. I was like, ah, whatever. I'll text her. I was like, hey, I've been here early. I'm so just let me know when it's her turn or whatever. And I'm going to go ahead and come in, whatever. She's like, she's the first one up. I was like, oh my God. So I had to get out the car at 1158. So I'm about to, I've been there 30 minutes early. And, and you're about, about to miss, to miss it. it. I'm about to miss it. And I walked I walked in right as she was coming out of like the rehearsal room. And I was like, she's like, dad, I was like, hey, Steve. Dad. <laughs> I gave her a hug and I went back and stood in the back because there were no chairs. And I, yes. I and I watched it. She was the very first one up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so probably... let me ask this question because I got questions now. Okay, okay. So you got there early. Yeah. And instead of going in with your family and sitting and waiting. I didn't see them. You decided to sit in the car and do what? 
Uh, you know, I was looking at lines, it's making tea times, let's uh, <laughs> do some podcasts. Booking golf rounds. <laughs> Booking golf rounds, let's do some, some different Nuggets coverage, you know, stuff like that, you know. I, if I had seen them, if I had seen them, like, walk in front of me in the parking lot, it'll be, I would have said, okay. But, you know, I was like, uh, maybe she parked somewhere else, maybe they're not here yet. I'll, I'll catch them. Because in my mind, she's just in there sitting down, and Olivia's sitting down with her, and it's not going to be till like, 1215, 1230, whatever, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, it would annoy me if I got there 30 minutes early. I did all this planning and I still right. missed it. It was still, still a father. It's like, where were you? I was just in the parking lot. Was, I was you know, just sitting in the bill service. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But instead yeah, so, of sitting uh, with, instead of listening and sitting with you, my family. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, instead family, of coming in and sitting down with you, family. I do I really love 100% not more than golf. Love my family. So, of course. Uh, but, uh, but no, Waverly, great shape. Um, I Nothing about my round being bad had anything to do with the, with the course. Uh, Matt played really well. No. Uh, you know, Glenn needed some help. Uh, who, who else? Uh, who was our? Fourth? Did you say Glenn needed some help? Was, that was yeah, it was, it was a tough round for Glenn. It was a tough round for Glenn. But um, <laughs> oh, and, oh, and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt, Glenn, myself, and uh, you know, someone else. Oh, I do this all the time. I can never remember the third person. Oh, Rick. It was Rick. It was Rick. Sorry, Rick. Rick don't listen. Rick don't listen. Did we ever? Did we ever get a text message from the last show from anybody who remembers who the fourth was the last time you guys played? I said it on the show. I think. I think. I, I think. Yeah, I ended yeah, up came. He, yeah, he, I, and I forgot his name too. But See? somebody, somebody <laughs> I haven't met yet. That's we play with like the same seven guys. Just sub one of their names in. <laughs> Some, someone in the one, group. It's one yeah, of it them. It could have been yeah. any one of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so really quickly, just want to get to uh, so the the U.S. Open LA yep. Country Club. Yep. Uh, I encourage everybody to go to YouTube and search. Uh, Golf Digest does these things now called like every hole at blank. And it's just a flyover, like a 13-minute video. Where they fly over all the holes at whatever the course is, and they give you a description of what it is. They do one for uh, every hole at LA Country Club. Go watch it. It's it's a it's a good watch. There are some there are vibes from LA from LACC that kind of line with like uh, what was it Brookline, and then Southern Hills the year before. These still sort of quirky mm-hmm. old courses that are not. These aren't like Torrey Pines or the ones that were you know. The mm-hmm. typical tour stops, like this, is like and I oh, like that too. I, I like that like too. Brookline, I love I crazy love routings, Southern, Southern Hills, yeah, that, yeah, that. weird stuff. And so, a hole, I think four or six. When you watch it, you'll see there's a particular hole in there that looks crazy. It's like a big ravine they have to hit down. They can try to go for the green, but if they miss, it's going to be like crazy unfair. And I think I think it could be really dope. Um, we didn't do a ton of prep, and uh, I know we're running late, so we're we're gonna we're just gonna pick four. We're just gonna pick four. We're gonna I'm gonna pick the winner. Uh, don't worry about that. The three of us are going to pick up a top five, a top ten, and a top twenty. Uh, I will give you guys time to think. I'm going to go ahead and pick our uh, our top twenty first. <clears throat> Who will finish top twenty? So right now, uh, I think the best plus juice right now. Weirdly, oh wow, Cam Smith only plus one ten. Okay. Great. Yeah, not okay. not great. But I'm going to go ahead and give Cam Smith the top twenty finish at uh, LA Country Club. Uh, Claude, if you can give me a top ten, I have all the names here, and I can give you any. Uh, oh, I mean, it's easy. Scotty Sheff is going to finish top ten. Easy. Minus one forty five. Scotty Sheffer mm-hmm. minus one forty five. Okay. Uh LB, easy you, top 10. you give me a name. Yeah, we, and we're gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like put some money back in there because we are broke now because we are not good at this. Um, <laughs> we'll send the cash out. So we just we just picking somebody to be in the top ten. No, 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 no. We're I'm picking all we're all three of us are picking we're only gonna have one slip with four names on it. A winner, oh. a top five, a top ten, and a top twenty. I picked um <clears throat> Cam Smith at top twenty. Claude has uh excuse me, Scotty Scheffler at top ten. I need you to give me a top five, LB. A top five. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with Big Game Brooks. Okay. All right, Captain. Yep. Okay, I like that. And then we'll all agree on a winner. I'll pick some winner. I, uh, 
Oh, you know what? Let's put Homa in there for the win. It's it's his uh it's his home course. Okay. Max nice. Homa's a popular pick, so we'll go Max Homa for the one spot, uh Brooks for the top five, Scheffler top ten, and then Cam Smith, the Aussie. The I think the one we're gonna lose is Max Homa, but that's okay. <laughs> Probably. But watch it does give us a victor. Watch out for Hovland. I know, I know. Hovland, oh no. Nah, I don't know. Nah. Oh, you don't think so? You don't think so? <laughs> nah. Not your I don't think he's learned. No, nah, he ain't ready. He ain't ready. Yeah, ain't I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how it – I think there could be some some interesting golf play this major. Again, go watch go watch the, the Every Hole at, uh, from Golf Digest. It's short. Uh, it's informative. And, you know, uh, it's a it's a well-done course. I think I think it'll be a, a good open. So, And, again, it's a good, like you said, Claude, I noticed, like, a lot of the coverage on Golf Digest and then the NBC – the commentators, there's still stories being written, but they're like, hey, you know what? This week, we, we're just talking major championship this week. They, they, I, yeah, think yeah, there's nothing, I mean, there's nothing else to talk nothing about. Nothing to talk about until everything gets like, settled. Yeah, until there's more developments. I mean, like, it was a drama, 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 drama. We reached a climax. Something yeah. happened. And now there's no reason to continue talking about it. No, I agree. I, agree. I did. Well, just, well, I did read an article today about the guy who's the, the power broker guy. I forget his name already. Oh, yes. The, uh, yes, yes, yes. I know yeah. you're talking about who put who yeah. like kind of put the deal together. Also, yes. I saw a quote. I did see a quote from Monahan Cloud, which I think I agree with. We all agree with. He, I mean, the way he handled it again, you're, you're, you're a jerk snake. Right. But he said he told them they asked why he merged. He said he said, frankly, I think um, we cannot compete with the monetarily with a mm-hmm. nation state with infinite money. Sure. Which is yep. true, yeah, probably yeah, of any yeah. league. Mm-hmm. That's probably oh, yeah, true. Sure. Yeah, just yeah. about any league. So, yeah, that's. But it's been cool if you had said that before. You said all the stuff about. Uh, da, 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 he well, yeah, I mean, if you know. listen back to golf, the I mean, I think we all, I think we all agreed on this. I felt like his original stance was just a little too heavy-handed at first. Like, like he he just immediately was like, nope, nope, nope and real. Anyone who's suspended, it's like, whoa, 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 slow down. Like, why are yeah. you reacting this way? Like, I, I thought that. Uh, a more reasonable approach would have helped things, you know, better, but whatever. It is what it is. All right. It's golf DMV. We'll be back uh, next week talking U S open. Oh, and it's father's day weekend. So we got a ton of golf coming up this week. Oh yeah. I mean, you got Pendleton Pendleton. whiskey Creek whiskey. Um, yeah. Blue mash. Oh, can I tell you really quick? So, so this, I'll put this out. I mean, look, I'm sorry, Jermon. So like, this is the reason I've switched to using calendars now. Cause I said, Mm -hmm. I said, I'm gonna mess around. I'm gonna book nine people one time. And I almost did. I almost did. <laughs> I had to go back and check texts and everything else. I was sitting there talking to Mike. He's like, "Yeah, so who's coming out the whiskey?" So I start naming people, and mm-hmm. I'm in my, in my head. I'm like, "Wait, that's that's nine. That's nine people." He's like, "Oh," it was, <laughs> and it was Jermon and Wendell, and I couldn't remember. I was like, Ooh, "Who who said?" I didn't text Jermon about it, but I spoken to him. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'll send you the invite and da, 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 and all this other stuff." And then I went back and looked in the t- thread and like. Wendell was like the first one to respond, first or second. Oh yeah, whiskey. Got it. Yeah. And I was like, uh. so I had to text Jermon today. If he listens to the show, he'll find out the truth. But I was like, hey, I couldn't get enough tea times, which is technically true because I tried to get, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I tried right. to get a third right. one to you make did, it. You nine. did try to get a third. A third I did try one. to get a third you one. It's technically true. But uh, yeah, this is why we use the calendar app now for sure because I don't want nine of us showing up. Then I'm gonna have to go home and I'm gonna be mad. You know? That's what I would do. Cause I'm such a good guy. Somebody gotta go home. It ain't gonna be me. Like I guess I might as well go to the range while you guys play the ball. <laughs> I'll be here when you get done. Let me know how you do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, y'all. We'll be back uh, next week.